0: this prayer over the food. Thank you very much. God is great. God is good. And we thank him for our food. We're gonna thank him every morning, noon and night. We're thank dear god cause he's out of sight amen. amen 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 yes i don't see uh the milkshake that i ordered anywhere could you uh go check on that thank you so much Welcome to the 39th episode of the Political Sons podcast. I got to get
1: that. I got the. I'm echo. listening to the echo. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, it's mm-hmm. messed me
1: up. I know. And that's why you like messed up the first intro because you thought it was like an interruption where it was like part of the whole thing. But that echo is crazy. That echo will make you, you know.
0: Yeah, I couldn't do it for much more longer. Um, mm-hmm. But everything sounds... Okay, we're off to a, a decent start. How are you doing, Lance? I'm cold, Brandon. You're cold still?
1: I mean, no, but I feel the cold. You
0: like, of uh, the season?
1: No, I feel the the cold of outside, of the, 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 the air coming through the garage. I told you garage. I could have brought a it. heater.
0: You want me to get the I heater? I don't need a
1: heater, man. It's all good. It's all it good. Would, I'm it, just it, saying, I, it feel, works I can normally feel it. well.
0: Like, I don't like it because
1: it gets too hot. There's nothing worse than being too hot. I ask people in my poetry slams, I'm saying, where would you rather be stranded? In Antarctica or in the Sahara Desert? And everybody always picks the desert. And I never get that.
0: Well, I think the logic behind it is you can always take clothes off, but you can't always put clothes on.
1: I, I, I always just assume I'm gonna die. And which way would I rather die, dehydration or hypothermia? And I got to tell you, I'm going to go with that hypothermia. Yeah, that's interesting. Who wants to die of dehydration?
0: Like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like when you're in it, it's all just bad.
1: Yeah, but, you know, when you're cold, there's a certain point where everything is just numb. And it's just like a biting, stinging annoyance that you, like, go to sleep and just don't wake up. You're reminding me that
0: back in the day when we were being taught stop, drop, and roll, like motherfuckers was getting lit on fire left and right in the news. Yeah. That we often thought about like how we'd wanted, like about death. I remember like thinking about drowning. I guess when you like first hear about how people, like people are dying and stuff, you first understand what's going on. And then you're hearing how they die, and you're like, "Oh,
1: what would that be like?" Ooh. Yeah, like that's a weak ass way to go. Oh, well, I mean, you know, Dad was very creative in telling us how. Like before, they had shows about like how you would die, or like a thousand ways to die, or you know, they they got these shows where you they die, they have different scenarios where people die. It's like, but Dad was always creative in like either making up stories about how people died or telling real stories about how people died. Bro,
0: I was thinking about that the other day that people often like are exposed to whatever their parents' trade is. You know, there's this yeah. guy Frank Borelli, who dad owns a pizzeria so he's a he's a pizzeria shop he's a pizzeria shop yeah boy. Right. Yeah. Like our life being surrounded by death via dad
1: and his occupation is just all like that's that's unique to us. I wouldn't say surrounded, but definitely um us seeing that at that age definitely is unique. I mean that's a whole that's very unique. Very unique the niche or niche niche the niche of like homicide detective children. Like I would love to Start a show of homicide detective children and their stories about the stuff their fathers went Bro, through. Bro,
0: Ethan Johnson, everyone always calls him an odd bird. He was just the son of someone who was in the military and a homicide detective
1: in Portland. Oh my God. Come on. Come on. <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah, it's just what it is. Like, you know, you can't help but uh, kind of be engulfed in these things. And uh, if you didn't, if your parents didn't do that, right, first of all, good stuff. Second of all, how are your parents and, you know, your parents' occupations specific to what you do? Like, you know, they were talking about trade. I was talking to some cat um, today. Not a cat, but a person. Um, I was talking to him the other day about how barbershops. It was Hunter from K-Mac. Oh, I'm going to bring Hunter up later in the podcast. We got to write that down, add it to the list. Okay, bring um, up Hunter later. But um I was talking to Hunter about he was talking about a barbershop that he goes to, and it's a Mexican barbershop, and he said it's real culturally significant. He said he keeps a lot of um, you know, just Mexican paraphernalia up, and it's like he's telling the stories why he's getting a haircut and all this of stuff. And he was talking about how his grandfather, he has pictures of like his grand his father and his grandfather with clippers, and they were talking about how being a barber is one of those trades that is passed down. You know what I mean? Um, So that's what I just brought that up for. It's like, you know, there are certain jobs that are trades of sort.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mechanics. Yeah. Probably another one of those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're watching the show Dexter, serial killers um just mm-hmm. to make bring it uh that that full circle. I don't know. I don't know about that
1: B. It's just the plot of Dexter. I uh, I know, but that's like a trade. Okay, yeah, no. You're right. It's just a plot of Dexter. It's just the plot right, of Dexter. Right. I'm dad, I'm dad also dad was thinking a serial
0: killer taught his son how to do it. But it's like I love uh, Dexter like were they
1: supposed to come out with another it's season? Out now. The new season is out? The, the new season of Dexter. I saw out a now. picture of him in, with like a On jacket. Showtime in like some cold weather and yeah. I was like is this I said they need to come out with a new I like I saw the picture like they need to come out with a new season already, damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah no actually uh Torre uh huh he tweeted about it today. He said he watched the first episode and it's and it's kinda meh and he said asked uh if anyone else is uh he said it's a little bit too predictable where the original seasons were like kind of like uh, Nerve wracking, like oh my gosh, you about to get caught? And he said, but this
1: one's been like pretty t- predictable. But that was the end of Dexter, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was pretty. It got to predict- predictable. Yeah. And you got to get back to. You got to start building up him murdering people again. Like you got to build it up. He, he got away. You know what I mean? He got away. He got away. His sister. And if we were to follow in the Arteries, like, could you see yourself being a homicide detective? No, right. No. No.
0: I don't think so. Nope, I'm good. I wouldn't see why that would interest me. Maybe maybe because of my generation, there's a certain perspective, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it more pessimistically than in their generation when they're like, we could stop murderers mm. versus my understanding of Homicide Detective is like wrangling bodies. And like mm. trying to find who made the bodies, but that's yeah. like a very hard find. Yeah, my, so
1: my my perspective is like somewhat the same, but like you working for the system, you're like a product of imprisoning black people. Like, even, oh you know, yeah, maybe you're, they did do it, maybe they didn't. Part of the oppression. Yeah, they're they're part of the oppression. But I will say, if Dad was like, you know, here during the school year, and still like a homicide detective, like in Louisville. Yeah, I may, have, I may have done it. I may have went to the military and all of that. You know what I mean?
0: I thought about it.
1: Mm. I thought about it. I loved
0: how we grew up so much that, like, mm, I wanted to imitate all of it mm-hmm. before I realized, like, how dumb that would be. Yeah,
1: hell yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's some, some stupid kid stuff. I was listening in the most depth. Uh, again, I, you, welcome to the podcast, y'all. Y'all n- um, for our listeners who've been listening, um, man, I was listening to most of stuff before I could even sign up for the military. So like, I already was like super conscious of the uh, what is it, military industrial said, complex, uh, Black Star. Snuff that mm-hmm. out. Yeah, the military-industrial complex. That's all they rapped about. My voice
0: is very raspy right now. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's raspy.
1: It's it, it's been rasping off and on.
0: And it's yeah, that's uh, all right. Let's see what that sounds like on the uh, back end. We have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things that have happened. Mm-hmm. We had Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, you said you were very. Uh, great on the playlist yep the turntables killed it uh where were you turn tape where were you where were you setting the vibe at with with your playlist
1: um trez there was a we had um thanksgiving over our cousin trez's house our first cousin um older cousin uh trez and he's my aunt Marilyn's son so um we're over there and Aunt Marilyn. I think, like, something was going on with Trez's phone, and he was playing the music. Um, so, I, you know, I was like, y'all want me to try? You know, let me let me get on the sticks. Um, I'm Marilyn's like, don't you start playing that reggae and all that other stuff. I'm Marilyn, if you listening to this, <laughs> you really need to stop judging a brother, all right? You called us white. You love bringing that up. I, you didn't say it this Thanksgiving, and I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm truly thankful for that. We used to always call y'all white boy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, tra- it's traumatic, Auntie. Thank you for bringing it up every single time I see you. But again, she didn't bring it up this Thanksgiving, so that was great. And then another thing happened. So I got on the sticks, and I played Angela Bassett's um, Rapture, The Rapture. Caught up in the rapture of love. Ooh. I- I- Got up in the no, no, no. Right. So I played that. Um Nothing else could compare. Why is she just she, you know, that was a deep voice woman. Nothing
0: else could compare. Oh no, yeah.
1: It was a mom liked deep voice women. Her, Monica Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton just Tamiya. To oh, me, was to me a deep voice. I don't think she was deep voice. But anyway, so um, I played that. You know, I started. I play. Man, she underestimated me. Now, what I did. Oh, BB and CC whining. Speaking of all Christmas of that. time now. Yeah, well, we ain't talking about Christmas at all. You just brought uh, that up. Uh, out BB of and
0: CC whining. Uh,
1: CC got. But a, I didn't even say CC has about. a deep
0: voice. CC, the woman. I'm talking about the music mom listened to no. and liked.
1: CC didn't hey. have a deep voice.
0: I mean, that's a man. Sh- I know, but I'm saying that, that part. She, if she comes on, it's not.
1: It's loud. Dashing through the snow <laughs> in a one horse open sleigh. She was loud, Brandon.
0: But it's, it's got some roast
1: beef to it. It's got some gravy to no, it. No, no gravy. It's got some gravy. No gravy. Not even a hint of Macy Gray is in her voice.
0: I didn't say Macy Gray, I said gravy. I'm B. talking about the oh, gravy of Macy you Gray. Call gray. Like gravel.
1: Right, Ra- gravel. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> No, so, man, I'm playing that. I play Luther Vandross. She's, listen here, mom yelled in orgasmic pleasure during one song. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I said, hey, 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 hey. This nigga, Trez, is like, "Nah, chill, bro. Just let let her let, her, let her enjoy herself. I was like, she, Trez, do you want to hear your mama scream out in orgasmic pleasure? I was like, what? You gotta laugh in the mic. People don't even know that you're laughing at me. Um,
0: that's oh, that's a, a mic.
1: They 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 like and I was like, I'm looking at my she like really was just gonna pretend like she didn't just oh I was like, what? We're playing space and she did that and I forget what song it was. I think it was like um uh 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 if I Luther Vandross, I forget the other woman's name. If this world were mine oh, yeah. I would lay at your feet the birds oh. and the, the bees, bees. and bring your love beside me <laughs> if this world You know Luther was Vandross was gay, right? Mine. So you gotta like yes, wrist and a failed dieter. You gotta you gotta you gotta you said what? And a failed dieter. You should um I gotta, I'll re-listen to his songs um, and you know know that he's singing to a man and they're so much better
0: I've known this for like a very long time like so much so that like I never I don't remember
1: not knowing it I'm still reminding people of it like people are still no he was not and like looking it up and hitting me I'm like oh my god yeah yeah but keep I mean, going there's
0: enough, there's enough of it in the jet magazines that came to the crib right
1: Um uh, well, our, our PA assistant said we're running off on a tangent. Yes, yeah. I think that, all right. Thank all right. you, Carlos. Carlos, I was going to call him Josh. It, it can be multiple, it can, Josh and Carlos can be working together. There we go, Yeah, we're going to manifest it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all right, so, um, no, what I was saying though, uh, I, you know, she never underestimate my, my music selection skills. And honestly, Brandon, I cheated. All I did was like go to a song, and then went to related artists, and went to there and picked the first song that was on there.
0: It was like the first time. It was like literally
1: the algorithm. Literally, I literally <laughs> let the algorithm decide. And she was, and they was bopping it, killing it. They was just like, oh, okay, Lance, you know what you talk about? I'm like we're not playing my play- playlist at all. I'm just. Picking the right thing. That is so. You had Thanksgiving in a very non-soulful. I believe you didn't hear any of these songs. Soulful. I'm sorry, not soulful, but you didn't hear any of these songs at your Thanksgiving.
0: Um, no. Mm -mm. No. Uh. What was played? It was mainly Christmas music. That
1: is, like, that is disrespectful. It is, it is, it is, uh, what? It's, what? Yeah. Okay. Or classical music. So when, when- Jazz, a lot of jazz. Oh, I like jazz. Mm, Who's jazz? You don't know none of the songs, it's okay. Or- Yeah, it wasn't like Coltrane or- Right, 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 right. You got lint on your chin.
0: That's a good, that's, a, that's some good slang. What's that mean? It
1: means you have a piece of clothing hanging from <laughs> your From your chin here. There we go. My fresh, my fresh, my fresh ear bay. Your fresh what?
0: My fresh ear bait.
1: Ear bait?
0: Eared bay.
1: Eared bay. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Gotta say a few more words. Keep going. Oh, we. Do you want to get into Christmas? Since I mean, y'all right now we, we're get recording. Do I want to Christmas? Me and Brandon are recording on the last day of November, and then um, next month, tomorrow, um, starts.
0: Hang on the mistletoe. I'm going to get. We can't to do it, know it on the last
1: day, Brandon. Yeah. Come on, November songs. November songs, Brandon. November songs. Like, do <laughs> like not. what? No Christmas songs. Like what are November songs? Anything. Mama? What? I'm mama? thinking soul food. So... mom, Mama? boys to Men. Yeah, yeah, no, I know the song, but why would that be a... Uh, mama. Oh, because... Because of soul food. Was soul food on Thanksgiving? Think
0: Thanksgiving is when you eat your mama's cooking.
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying mama on soul food was... Maybe you don't need your glasses. You can take those off. Lance, you got a lot of notes for me, brother. Okay, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just November songs. Anything that came out in November. Have you heard any new songs that have come out? Summer Walker came out with a whole CD. Oh, you mean like you know new music? Yeah. Cause like 'cause like that's what that's what you should be listening to, if not like old school music at your Thanksgiving um convening. You know what I mean? But Oh, you get this
0: this whole segment This year you're telling me what people should be listening to. Like, just, like, new music. I like to think about, I like to listen to music the cities I'm going to. Like, we're going to Detroit this weekend, so I've been listening to a lot of T. Grizzly, and I'm in, in uh, 42 Dugs, and I've been trying to figure out which Eminem album I want to
1: have downloaded for The Drive. You listen to a lot of music with words. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend listening to music without words. It really changes your um changes your tuning fork, so to speak. If you're listening to this, um don't be afraid to change your tuning fork. I would recommend Koku Roku, K O K O R O K O. Um Koku Roku. Uh, They're amazing South African band, uh, instrumentals, very jazzy. Um, Of course, Kerrang Ben. Kerrang Ben is actually coming to Louisville on December the 12th. And I'm trying to get tickets for the concert, uh, but I have a wedding to go to that I have to spend money on. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll get to go to the concert, but probably because... My partner makes money. she was just buy the tickets. Be like, hey, girl. Hey, love. I got a great uh, date idea. You want to go to this concert? All right, cool. Just buy the tickets. It's the idea that counts. It's the thought that counts.
0: Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, thoughts and counting, King Richard, um, there was uh, there's a... No real segue there. I swear supposed to talk about it. You said it was a tearjerker. Was people talking about it being a tearjerker? I have not heard anything other than, you know, following Venus and Serena Williams and Will Smith on social media and all that type of pub around it. I really haven't seen uh, about any reviews or anything. So it seems like on Twitter you were talking about your, re- your review was... To a series of reviews saying that it was something.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of um, people saying, you know, <clears throat> it was criticism. Um, one of the half-sisters or half-siblings came out, didn't like some of the movie and so on and so forth. And some people um, criticized uh kind of why there was another male centered um main lead or lead role um among you know the centerpieces, which was you know women and two women that are you know exemplary exemplary. So um I probably still said that wrong. Exemplary. No, that's not all, right to all right. Um but you Know and people were saying that it was like mid pack and you know, um, that it wasn't what it was supposed to be. And I'm trying to tell people to like, okay, <laughs> maybe I have heard a review or two
0: because I thought it being mid was it was probably like one of the first things I saw, and it was like I, I subconsciously adopted it, mm-hmm.
1: and that's I was like, oh man, it's gonna be some mid, yeah. I mean, do, do, do like people, we know the light, we lightly know the story of Venus and Serena Williams, right? Like for millennials especially, because like, you know, you, you, when they came on the scene, we, we, were, everybody was very aware of it, especially when Venus came on the scene, you were super aware of it. And then when Serena came on the scene, you was like, all right, yeah, she'll, she'll be all right. She, she ain't going to be as good as, oh, she's smacking her sister. She's better than her sister, you know, like it was one of those situations and it wasn't really no hype around it but like when they were like if you were an adult we were kids so we didn't care it was just two black women playing tennis oh i can play tennis too yay it was one of those reactions but if you was an adult you was following their father and their father during these interviews and their father like with his program and him shopping them like it was it was like detailed on what he did and the plan he had for his daughters and when i tell you like Uh, Inspiring, inspiring, like, you know, he had his flaws, as every man does, um, but he was like a great father, like a
0: great father. I am over here thinking about how Will Smith portrayed this person, and you are giving me a review on the, the human, which means Will Smith did a good job acting.
1: Will Smith's amazing. He changed the way he speaks for this. And it was so <laughs> believable. It was so believable. It was so believable. I don't, know,
0: I don't know what to do with that, to be honest with you. But I've watched it. Like it was I'll a, watch it.
1: it was a story of black in white uh space and they didn't even like they didn't shy away. It was a little cookie cutter. Like that like if it was guilty of anything, it was guilty of being like palatable to white sensibilities like it wasn't a black movie even though it was a black movie you know or like it wasn't one of those first black movies even though it was a first black movie it was like instead of it being like first black athlete movie it was a first black father movie like it it felt like and now this is i really don't know how to,
0: else to say this but it felt like the blind side a little bit is what i'm thinking it was like when it comes to who's telling the story, even if it is uh, surrounded around black experiences. Oh, no, I ain't
1: never see that motherfucking movie. Okay, Heard bad things, terrible things. Furthermore, I don't want to see nothing about that (laughs) right there. But (laughs) but King Richard was great. Y'all should definitely go see it. Will Smith, I love you.
0: There you go. And um, not to put you on the spot again, but... The child
1: actors did crazy good too. Like they had to pick them because they sounded like Venus and Serena. You feel me? They why? Why
0: don't you think they changed their voice to how to talk for this too?
1: Like, if they did, they're amazing. Actors. That's that's even crazier. That's even crazier.
0: <laughs> that's probably the case.
1: No, that's wild. You
0: said that about Will Smith. That's why I was laughing so hard
1: because like yeah, that's what actors do. He said, peoples, he was talking like like this. He said, you know, my daughters is going to be great. They ain't like these other peoples, and, you know, I had to run. It was good. But it didn't sound like cliche. It sounded like this is how this nigga talks. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful.
0: It was absolutely beautiful.
1: Um, I also saw, well, what else? Have you seen anything? Have you been watching anything? Um you be watching weak shit. Like just just real quick, can I just judge judge it real quick? I'm sorry. And this is not animosity. It's not real quick. It's been let me see the
0: oh uh yeah, it's been about twenty seven minutes of you judging me, but
1: continue. No, twenty seven minutes. It was twenty seven seconds of the keep going. Just what you watch. You like watching stuff, and the stuff you watch is important.
0: I do not believe you at all because, you know, that's not something usually people just say to people, you know, as, as an affirmation. It sounds like maybe one that you could tell yourself in your head while I'm talking to like make you try to focus on and listen without judging and just kind of listen. But I finished Wu-Tang. It ended season two with RZA making some questionable moves like not allowing ODB to sign with Def Jam because Method Man was already signed with Def Jam and he gave Wu-Tang members all rights to sign solo deals elsewhere, but he didn't want them a bunch in one, one label's basket. He wanted to take over, so he wanted to like, spread them out. And Elektra, was offering him the same amount of money as Death Jam was, but Electra was gonna give ODB and his family back his masters after 20 years. Mm. So Rizzo was like, I'm doing this, but yeah. ODB was like, is his, you know, his first cousin. And yeah. He dreamed about being a Death Jam his whole life. Mm. So they fought and then Death Jam, uh, ODB really didn't mess with Rizzo like that anymore. And I knew there's some other beef that went along the crew, but it was good to see at least a little piece of it because it was got really, really deep into the rise, which is uh, very detailed, but there's some gems in there. Like one of the things I was talking to Cole about, I got a haircut today, Was was highlighted Cole, about a lot of us think that um, for success, we need to build from the top up. Like somebody has to get on and then reach the hand out and pull everybody else up when there, they have multiple examples of trying to do that and it failing, and they said that they need to start building from the bottom up, right? Just like start it from, from everybody around, and everyone in that time period was all rapping because they were inspired by other New York rappers at the time. Um, so it's just, you know, in the heart of obviously where it started. So it was just, it was, it was interesting in the sense of like building and planning. I think one of the things that pushed was the fact that To execute things, you got the plan, but like they don't talk about how how much planning, how long planning takes. You know what I mean? And like getting an actual like plan and and writing it down on paper. I have my schedule, my calendar. I want to do a segment on that later. uh, About uh, there's some there's some like philosophical things like written there like idea like word prompts that have been messing me up. I want to kind of talk to you about it to. uh, to get it out of my head, but the planning part is so important. Then you can execute and then you try to repeat that. But um, I've been focusing on the planning part now because 2022 has the, the the weight and the bigness that, I guess, I don't know, maybe every year that a child is born in for you, like individually as a parent, because uh, uh, our, our son is going to be born in January. So like 2022 feels like a big year. So anyways, that's why I've been on my planning shit to be able to like in in attack mode. Like I'm all I'm, I'm a very defensive person. I'm a very read and react person. Like I just chill, and when shit come, I like move and react to that. But I need to be on my offense to get some like real traction.
1: Have you announced? Um, we announced on the podcast you did having a baby. I guess we're doing it now. It's, it's, no. it's, it's very sneak up. Super sneak up because you said our baby, and you're not pregnant by me, sir. Or I'm not pregnant by you.
0: Oh, not you and I. Michelle and I. Right. That's an R. I was talking about my wife.
1: Yeah. Our viewers didn't know that. Or well, listeners. Well, at least
0: you didn't. Um, yes, Michelle's pregnant. Uh, one of our last episodes is me trying to say that too early. I guess there was some embarrassment of the not plainness of this. Michelle's very plan detail oriented uh very type aries type personality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also wanted to bring up the fact that carter is a pisces mm-hmm. and he is sensitive mm-hmm. and i can and we're already starting to see a little bit of it like daycare michelle asked the daycare worker like how he is with how and how do they handle like when he gets a little tantrumy when he gets a little fussy mm-hmm and then she's like, "Oh, he's 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 good." She's like, "Just today, he came and tried to talk to us while it was nap time. When we told him to go back to his cot, and he was very sad. that He got <laughs> reprimanded; like that he got told that he had to go back to his cot. Like he went back, but he was not happy. He's got this new angry face where he's like just scowling. He just—it's just so so interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pisces. But yeah. So, anyways, I, I've been trying to—I've been trying to get my." My ducks in a row and get my chickens straight uh, going into uh,
1: this new year. And this new baby.
0: And this, this new baby. Second second little boy. I got to stop fighting the sports thing. Just let it happen. You know, sure. when you see your kids, good, bad, and, bad, and ugly, and yeah. like you see yourself and their kids. Yeah. I have this, like, imposter syndrome on my career athletically of, like, if I was ever really that nigga. Yeah. Like that. But the way Carter is just. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Excelling. Showing, no, not showing excelling pain.
0: just like naturally this here's a perfect example he's 20 months old i don't know if people know there's like about to be two in three months uh basically uh, four months and he's playing like catch with mm-hmm. his uh with Torin, mm-hmm. his uh, his first cousin um how old's Torrin is uh eight okay Carter hit him in the face with a ball that Torin wasn't ready to catch, and <laughs> Torin like had to go to his room and like take a timeout and like <laughs> like ball his fist up on some like <laughs> like was like not prepared to to catch one of Carter's little ball, like fastballs.
1: Carter don't and, even know,
0: and like it was just like and Carter's just sitting there like, what's yeah, up? yeah, what's up, up? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What's gonna do? <laughs> We was playing catch, what happened? He got hit in the face and he not he, he done. poor
1: Carter he don't know <sighs> now Torren's never gonna be his friend again, oh man, they
0: bounced back out into the, the thing he the oh him a little, he gave him a little fidget a little squishy fidget, but anyways uh but yeah that's what so i've i i've been watching i' watching that I've been watching um insecure I've been watching secession I've been watching impeachment um oh how they fall um. What else? Yeah, I think
1: that's okay. I mean, the okay. So let me correct a little bit. Let me correct, dear white people. I do not think that you watch weak things. You watch things that I'm not interested in, and or I wouldn't watch, or I would maybe want to watch, but just don't ever take the time to watch it because of its like content. So like Secession and. Impeachment and um, there's one more you said that I wouldn't watch, uh, but I've been like interested. Like, secession, I've been like wondering, you know, I want but it's too many white people. Like, when I look at an advert and the cast is like all white and you see that like one brown person somewhere, maybe, like, not in secession, not in secession at all. I and, and I
0: uh, Marsha, but they don't show her a lot, and she's Olive
1: versus being brown yeah but i just don't support those like all white cast things like you gotta give me my token i need uh, like i need my token to even like consider your program
0: that's interesting i don't i don't consider my consuming support outside of uh, yeah outside of like certain black like shows maybe on
1: like bt or something yeah that's the problem because like if you add too many black people to a thing it becomes a black show and that's the problem with our like film and tv and the way things are made right like it can't be a film about uh uh cowboys going on a daring herald adventure to get revenge for the death of his mom and dad it has to be a black cowboy movie yes. about, you yes. know what I mean? Yes, it does. So, like, it, there's 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 a certain amount of, like, movies we're just being kept from because they're scared, or just talent we're keep being kept from, or range, or even just plot um, nuance that we're being kept from because, you know, they continue to tokenize marginalized people or just not give them main roles.
0: No, I completely agree. And, and also, uh, Silence, Black Voices, Marsha Green uh, should have gotten a second season of um, what's the Jonathan Major show on? Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. There's yeah, a few. So, so, she, so she, she, Apple TV gave her the bag and she's over there creating new content, but it won't be season two. Um, Mm -hmm. so, so she'll, she'll get a chance to eat again. But like, for example, that's, uh, the heart of they fall. I don't feel like I'm supporting like black cinema or black artists when I'm watching that as much as I'm like trying to watch a good movie Mm -hmm. or, um, but I'll be lying to you if watching Colin in black and white doesn't feel like homework at times. Um, or the All American, All American's a, a good example of a show of like, of mixed race cast um, that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not seen as a black show, mm-hmm. but it's also a CW show, so there's also like a a ceiling of realness mm-hmm. that it that is a, a, a you know, written about. Yes, this is yeah. a genre. If there's different genres. If so. you're,
1: I don't know how old you all are, you all are who are listening. But CW used to be UPN, um, and UPM. No, it
0: was it, WB and UPN combined to be CW.
1: WB and Warner Brothers and UPN, underpaid Negroes, combined to create CW. That's not what UPN stand for. I'm was glad that. you said it. I'm glad you That's said That's not that. what UPN stand yes. for, but... That was the that's what, what they it was said on jokingly Mad, on called. Mad TV. It was Mad TV, not Mad TV, but uh, in Living Color. In Living Color, thank you. Nice. Yes. Mad TV was fire. They did a skit
0: um, in Living Color. In Living was fire Color too. about that. Yeah. Yeah. If you see the police Warner brother,
1: that's when we first saw that. Yeah. Um, Somebody made it into a cheesy shirt that I think <laughs> you did. bought. You, were? you bought it. It was blue, and I ended up taking it and wearing it. I mean, I, I think it was work. at Kentucky Kingdom. Didn't you work at
0: Kentucky Kingdom?
1: I did, but that's not where they had the shirt at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom, man. Working at Kentucky Kingdom, man. People got their first jobs. Working at an amusement park is just wild for, like, to be your first job. Like, that's another niche, niche group i would love to watch a, a show there's, about. A rec,
0: there's a there's a movie about it that i would recommend to you but there's not enough brown people definitely what is
1: it called Adventureland. yeah no i love Adventureland. okay i like jesse sandberg or jesse eisenberg jesse eisenberg and i like the little uh star like kristen stewart kristen stewart chick they, they they had a cool little chemistry yep cool little punk rock i don't care about anything i'm in love Yes, I'm surprised you said
0: the Twilights because doesn't seem like they have a lot of black or brown people in it. And I've I, I don't they got know the one black werewolf,
1: huh? They had the one black vampire.
0: No, I was about to say werewolf. You saw that's three movies in.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they had the one black vampire. Four
0: movies in. Um, uh, what is too. this? This uh, is this too early. Hey,
1: time out real quick. Was the black vampire in Twilight my man from X Men? Yes. And also, Harder They Fall. Yep. He's a singing sharpshooter. Yep. He shout out to you, bro. I need to get your name. You cold. You about to be in my top 10. <laughs> you connect the dots and
0: just elevate the person. He did not say enough in the Harder They Fall for you to
1: elevate him to the top 10. I'm sorry. And he's cold in everything he does. He's one of those, like... um uh, who who else kills everything that they be in? Uh, Jonathan Majors. No, I did not like him in um, Loki. At the end, he wasn't a good crazy god to me. But whatever. There's like. Okay. Uh,
0: no, yeah. There's articles written about the the staff's reaction to that performance.
1: So. That don't mean nothing to me. He did good. I ain't saying he did bad. I just didn't like it. It wasn't I don't I don't believe it. Stick to your stick to your mystery, Mr. Mages. Actually I watch him in a comedy. They ain't even got you in the first eight, bro. That's terrible.
0: I've been rewatching Atlanta. That's been really, really good. It's extremely funny. Eddie um, Gah-
1: Gahigi. That's crazy. I can't say your name. You said that you're just now watching. Say it again. Saved by the Bell? No. What? The one before that. What'd you say? I said I've been rewatching Atlanta and it's been you really rewatching good, really Atlanta. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Atlanta Slayers.
0: New season's coming soon, so.
1: Hey. You used to, we used to date. You remember when that one time we went to the movie? Stop it. Hey man, that's a man. Nah, it's not a man, man. We used to date, her name's Sheila. Nah, man, think about where you at. It's a men's prison. She ain't here with us, bro. That's a dude. Nah, nah. Hey man, mind your business. You don't remember that scene? No. Oh my God! That is it one of the like best scenes from
0: Atlanta. It's I one mean, of the best Kat, scenes. My cat, Cat Williams, and the alligator to the scene with in the first season with the Migos uh, as the uh, traffickers. Um, my mind goes to that Donahue episode where they interview the, the transracial boy. <laughs>
1: Yes. I Love told you. you, new
0: rules. <laughs> it's just new rules. it be fun. Oh, but the, but the beginning of that episode, because we, we found out a lot of deja vu in this house. All mm-hmm. right, crazy deja vu. Um, at the beginning of the episode of Atlanta, the pilot episode, when Paperboy and The Stranger get into a fight because he knocks his, the uh rear, rear mirror off his car and guns are drawn. The very first thing you hear, Luke Keith Sanfield's character says, like, this, whoa, whoa, stay on stop. I had deja vu about this. Now, where's that dog in Texas? And he just, like, searches in the camera pants and sits on his dog wearing a, a, a handkerchief. He said, there he is. All right, man, stay cool. And guns are drawn at this point in time. And I was like, this is like a. He was unknown at this point in time mm-hmm. outside of uh, right. when Get Out coming mm-hmm. out. So, like, that was just like. Uh, we, what a great way to first
1: get introduced to Lakeith Stanfield. Josh is giving us that, that look again. Say, we're going to 10. Okay, ages. okay. My fault, Josh, bro. We're just giving him his flowers, giving the man his flowers. Mm-hmm. What's on the list? Segway. Um you wanted to talk about the
0: travel ban at the definitely have to
1: Okay, so well Brandon P um I can get a little travel ban Unless unless you chatting. wanna talk
0: about you wanna talk about something else. Uh, dear future descendants. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be fire too. It's
1: okay. No, okay, travel ban I'll be back. Okay. Yeah. Um, Brandon's gonna be back I'm gonna talk about real quick y'all So obviously Or not obviously uh, Real quick check in about the COVID That's going on in the state Or in the world right COVID has another variant That is um, Out cheer If you all uh, remember The last variant was the Delta variant And now um, This new variant Is is the Omicron variant. Um, Omicron variant. And um, this Omicron variant has everybody up in a, you know, you know, in a big fuss. Everybody's really kind of upset about it. Everybody's uh, very worried. It's like um, the COVID scare and fear just never really subside. So, um Because we have this new variant, um, there's been a new travel ban on uh, different countries in the U.S. And these travel bans affect only, like, certain places. And there's a problem with that, too, because, like, what places is this ban going to affect? Um, right now, you have a lot of. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm looking for the actual um, countries that got the variant. Or, excuse me, that there, so there's an amount of countries that actually tested positive for the variant, for the Omicron variant. And then there are countries that did not test positive for the Omicron variant. The American travel ban bans countries that have not. And it's like eight African countries. They basically, you know, said, we don't want no Africans. They don't even have, they're like, hey, can we come? They're like, United States, like, nah, you can't come over, bro. You got Omnicron is cracking. He's like, bro, we don't have Omnicron. He's like, so what? We don't care about that. You know, you, you can't come over here. And he's like, All right. Well, it looks like Israel, Belgium, the UK, Hong Kong, Italy, Germany, Czech Republic, Spain and Portugal all tested positive for the Omnicron variant. But y'all not banning them for coming to 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 America. And they're like, yeah, so what? So what? We, We don't care. We like them. We like them. They ain't sick. We like them. And African countries are like, so time out. We Mozambique, we Nambia, we Maliwa, you know what I mean? We Lithos, we Angola, we Zambia. We didn't even test positive for these things. Y'all saying we can't come? Like, yeah, y'all can't come. It's like, okay, y'all just being outright racist. So that's what the Omicron variant is doing out here, and that is why the U.S. is like, y'all can't come in here. (sighs) Like, that's crazy, y'all, if y'all think about it. The fact that Israel, again, Israel, Belgium, UK, Hong Kong, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Germany, Czech Republic all tested positive for the new variant and they are not banned by the United States, but these other countries are. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make no sense. That is very surprising to hear. It makes no sense. Just outright whatever. So, you know, I, I was talking about, this is a cool segue, like, you know, life is life is, is fickle. And there's a lot going on. And, you know, who knows if we will be here to speak to our children and our grandchildren and our grandchildren's children. Um, so, like, these podcasts, they're going to look them up. And they're going to be like, what did our... Um, forefathers talk about and if I'm talking to you um, note to my future descendants y'all I don't even know what y'all dealing with I can only imagine like I can only imagine just like you know I be thinking stuff was sweet back in my grandmother's day when like you know A bag of chips cost like 50 cents not even that a bag of chips cost like a nickel or a dime or something like that when my grandma was a kid so like you know and i reminisce on those days i'm like oh they had it so easy but the truth is they had it tough they had it way tough because they didn't have the technologies that we have um so i say to you who are benefiting from the technologies that you have um we ain't got it tough all right. yeah gas is only 325 y'all probably don't even know what gas is you know what I mean y'all y'all probably out here on electric everything hopefully y'all don't move to solar panels and stop using all uh, res- you know hopefully we re- reversed it We might not even be talking to our descendants. this might be like talking to just a vast nothingness because global warming and everything have just destroyed humanity as we know it.
0: Yeah, man, we're just, uh, we're just, feels like we're coming up to an end, in my opinion.
1: It's because you're a Christian. Y'all been waiting for okay. an end for so long. All all it's all these, like, new religions, I just can't wait. Can't wait for shit to, to go over. I need to hear a trumpet in the sky. I need to see some horsemen, like, make it happen, God, because I'm ready. I'm tired of this.
0: Yeah, I think the difference is, and I don't know if this is for all Christians, the way I think of time is not as um, immediate as you might be thinking. Mm. Or you might be thinking that they're thinking. If they think like I do. Right. But yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, Another note. That's a good note. Uh, the reason I think that all these things are signs of end times because it's what it says
1: in the good book. Yeah, but I think, uh, and I watched something, and it's just watching. So, it's you know, I, I, I would love to say I read a book about it, but I didn't read it in a book. I Did saw you read it. a headline about it? No, I saw it in a documentary. But it was like well, talking about how that, was, that phrase was misinterpreted. So, like, it said the end of time. Instead, they said they misinterpreted to an uh, end of A time. Like, they took the A out. So it's like the ending of one time and the starting of a, of another time, like a paradigm shift in the way people thought and technology, whatever. So, like, there's constantly the ending of certain times, you know what I mean? Like, there are certain, you know, civilizations and places where people, you know, experience flood they experience fire they experience their world kind of being destroyed you know what i mean
0: oh yeah there's too many parables in the bible for me to think that it literally is a destruction and reconstruction of society as we know it through a, a cleansing mm-hmm. of humanity yeah i think rebirth happens in a multiple two different ways yeah i tell you what if Jesus brought his short self down here and and showed himself like a lot of Christians want him to do, I bet that changed a lot. It would be a lot to, for him to prove that he is that exactly. They would kill him. And that would be, I mean,
1: yes. Again. Yes, I mean, again,
0: okay. If you want to be predictive, I guess we are in this situation. I'm, I was kind of being facetious, but yeah. yes, I, I think that would, That could be a a rebirth in itself Mm -hmm. Uh, because if it is a collective new way of thinking, you know, it's one David Blaine special away from everybody, like, kind of questioning reality.
1: Uh, Yeah, but even no, man, see, technology didn't got to the point because there's no deep fake and all this other stuff. You know what deep fake is? Yes, Lance. I have the app. You have an app? I have the app you have the app yeah the deep fake uh, well it's, uh, yeah where it's you deepfake. can make videos of yourself saying things that yes but it doesn't you you don't you just it's artificial like yes. intelligence face saying things yes oh, it's terrible um it's called reface it's terrible it's such it's such terrible do you know that they just created micro robots that can move so like microorganism robots, like living or like robots out of living tissue. They made robots out of living tissue, out of stem cells. I got to show you that article and I'll talk about it more on episode 40, but yeah, like that's it's some racing. dystopian novel type ish. It's really crazy. What
0: else is on the list? Um Hawkeye, or you
1: want to just sum up the Marvel? Uh, yeah, no, Marvel came out wh- whatever with Whatever Disney Plus is doing right now. Yeah, just quick. R- Disney Plus is coming out with, um, you know, they're Marvel heavy, so they're coming out with all types of uh, things. Um, Hawkeye has his new series, right? So, like, Loki done had a series. Wanda and Vision, they done had a series. Hawkeye done had a series. Widow got a movie. I think they, like... Tallying off all the Avengers so that they can like create something else, but I'm not sure what that is. But um, Hawkeye's uh, it's two episodes that have already been out, and it's a really good show. It's a really good show. It has the dude in it, so that helps. Jimmy Renner. Yes. <laughs> I imagine it helps. You said you got you said something
0: about Shang Chi. Did you actually want to talk about it right now?
1: Yeah, we ain't got to talk about it. It was good. I don't remember what character he is in the Marvel universe. I really don't. Yeah, they I think
0: uh I had watched something on YouTube explaining uh his character and it was uh a specific set of um you know, comic book illustrations and the connections to the bigger picture of the landscape.
1: You know, I love how they tied the Iron Man's to Shang-Chi though, with the um, the Mandarin, the dude, he's in there. The, oh, yeah, the, the yeah, actor, yeah. The actor, and Trevor. Woo. And Wu. And Wu. Or Wong. Yeah, and Woo. Wong, Wu. Wong. Wu. From Doctor Strange? Yeah, Doctor Strange. Maybe Wong.
0: But I'm not saying that because I'm just that much through it. The first person, that the last time I left off is that, uh, <laughs> they figured out that guy with that little pet, crazy looking thing was yeah a, was it was a not an imaginary friend yeah. like that's where i left it okay that's <laughs> so that's, that's good
1: oh it gets great after that it's so 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 funny that was funny uh, said, oh
0: good i thought i was imagining him
1: yeah you can talk to him there's a little wing pig
0: okay so i have grammy nominations here we don't have that looked up but we will think about it but I don't Obviously. even know who
1: got who who even got huh? nominated. I don't know who got nominated. I know Lance. And also Jay Z said, "You know, not Jay Z. I forgot who said it, but like, fuck the Grammys." Oh, Will Smith, <laughs> the first rapper to protest the Grammys. Okay. Um, so,
0: moving on, pushing the things. Uh, something that's happened recently is Brian Kelly The mm. head coach of Notre Dame Yeah My head coach at Notre Dame for My last two years Junior senior year Up and left uh, Notre Dame Not in the middle of the season but Maybe at the apex of the season uh, College football Pros just came out Notre Dame is ranked Ninth with a couple of like teams having to play each other while Notre Dame just kind of sits. So there's an opportunity for them to get into the playoffs. Brian Kelly has left them and took the LSU head coaching job. Do you not know
1: this? Which was vacant.
0: It was vacant because it was the last game of the season. Ed Orgeron had said that he was going to step down as soon as the season was over and there were already plans for an interim head coach to coach the bowl game for LSU. There's a lot of coaching so.
1: issues going on. The NFL. Is, there's some intern interim coach, maybe the Colts. I forgot who's the or or Dallas. Who's the like somebody they need a coach? I forgot who it is. Which team. But they their their um offensive coordinator is calling plays.
0: In the NFL?
1: Yes. There's coaching problems all over there's the There's not NFL. I mean I think there's I don't know about that, but I know
0: there is a lot of those moves be made on sundays because a lot of people are out and coaches are out for COVID, mm. uh protocol but keep stuff. going so he but, left he up and left yes he took the lsu job i think it's like a 15 million dollars a year for um 10 years uh a lot of people are joking that he was tired of having to deal with the academic standards as well as the athletic and feels like he, he did as much as he could with Notre Dame. I think that's fair, and I think exactly what's happening. He was trying to get out of there. He saw the limitations at Notre Dame early on. After he lost the national championship game in 2012 to Alabama, um, I think it was like 45 to zero. That next year, or that spring, that summer, he was actively taking interviews to try to be the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. and that's when Skip Skip. Uh, what was his name, Skip Bayless. No, stop. Uh, he's the head coach of UCLA right now.
1: Michaels Johnson Chip Kelly okay.
0: Chip Kelly, uh, ended up getting that job because they were looking for like a, a, a uh, you know, basically, I guess, a college coach. Um, so, anyways, I never really thought Kelly cared about winning a championship. When you win a championship at Notre Dame, you have a statue outside. Um, but he's the winningest head coach in Notre Dame history, beating the legendary Newt Rockney. He's all these accolades, and he didn't care about none of that. And he's going down to <laughs> Baton Rouge and changed his Twitter profile. And and uh, he, it was very swift. And he, he's uh, he people are offended, but in my opinion, he wasn't really – you couldn't. He didn't give you a lot to love as a head coach. There's some head coaches like Ed Orgeron, Dabo Sweeney. Even like some of these kids love playing for these guys. Jim Harbaugh, shout out to Michigan beating Ohio State for the first time in like ten years. Uh, Jim Harbaugh over up there. Like people love playing for these guys. Kelly doesn't really give you that. Like, like you don't really. He's a politician. He's a football coach. He delegates. Um, shout out to my boy Tommy Reese. He's the – I played with him. Played, he was a quarterback in my friend at Notre Dame, who's the offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. Nice. These last couple of years. Mm. They're meeting with him, trying to get him to stay at Notre Dame. Although LSU, a.k.a. Brian Kelly, has already offered him 400K more than he already makes mm. right now. To be LSU's next nice offensive coordinator. Can we
1: talk about the inflated price uh, or salaries, inflated salaries of college football coaches? Like it's Please. really ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. Um, there's this is there's this is now this is now in the.
0: Territory of NFL money, by the way. This is like the this is like the top one percent of college football mm-hmm. money is made, and that's why it is a bigger issue. Like I think only like Bill Belichick makes around twenty five million a year, but everyone else is kind of in that range that Brian Kelly just got the bag for at LSU.
1: And what is being argued right now in Supreme Court, I believe like this is this is an ongoing thing where they're trying to cap um, college coaches pay because it's just not comparable to their field of like you know
0: but I do have to say Mel Tucker shout out Michigan State's head coach the highest paid head coach in the uh, in college football is a black man Mel Tucker shout out to him he got 95 million from Michigan State uh, and like kind of so he's Kelly's like kind of the next iteration of this big money. I think Lincoln Riley. It keeps getting bigger. Oklahoma, bigger. Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma's head coach, Lincoln Riley, just left in the middle of the season to take the USC vacancy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unsustainable.
1: It's really unsustainable. And It's, it's all – but it,
0: I think I think the craziness of it is it's the reality that it's all play money for these people. Right. Like that's, that's the amount of disposable income that exists. Exactly. That like you can make a salary yep. for that man – you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that it's it's like it's, it's a value placed on literally, Twenty five
1: percent of that salary could be like divvied up among every single player. But it's a, and, it's a but it's a you value know.
0: you place on the entertainment. It's like we talked about King Richard. I imagine there's not a number I imagine there's a number that Will Smith doesn't get out of bed for. You know what I mean? just like the rest of the budget suffers. Like oh, you he get, showed
1: it. He showed it in King Richard. They would not sign with Nike for that little measly $3 million. She's about to play the top. Venus is the best. And if she holds out, she could get $12 He didn't hey, get out of bed. Amen. It amen. did not get out of bed. I love it. It was an inspiring movie. Okay. But that Truly was I was movie. I was
0: speaking about Spence
1: specifically, but I, Brian I hear Kelly's you. crazy. Another thing, or he's not Brian crazy. Kelly's crazy. He's um the I saw what's crazier is I saw Golden Tate in a commercial. What's crazy about that? Golik's in a five hour energy commercial. That's wild. Yeah, it's Mike Golick, he's funny. Five hour energy commercial? Golden Tate is funny too, but like I'm I don't think I'm ready to see him in commercials yet. Why not? What's, uh, what's he advertising? Uh a bed. I think like a mattress, like a mattress or something. He's like sitting across from some white boy and they're both like in pajamas, like they're having sleep sleepover. And it's just not, I mean, I don't know. Golden Tate is a character for sure. And I think that, I mean, he's an amazing player. Like I, he's, he's he's a great guy. Who knows? Who knows how he is? But Seeing him on a commercial, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Like maybe an R&B commercial or like an R&B video or like the love interest of the Issa Rae uh, character, uh, in- Insecure. Well, that's
0: funny because uh, shout out to the homie Kendrick Sampson
1: who is uh, the, love interest. the love interest of, of, of him. Um. I do not like him. He's very common. The rapper.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah that's With true. his acting.
1: I, lo- I mean, he, he's... I did stand up in LA,
0: yeah. and we linked and we like talked for like thirty minutes. Oh, you know, because yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you're great, man. You might listen to the <laughs> podcast. You met my brother before, so he's great. You're you're, you're doing great, bro. Um, no, but I, I hear. I hear. I mean, I hear I'm trying to figure out saying. if he's acting because he's acting like he has bipolar disorder. In, he is. He is acting, but maybe he really has it, or it's something. Because he seems like he's. Not acting, no, he's a good actor. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a really good. I don't actor. know, there's been a few eye movements, little few. Look, I'm a good actor, all right, okay. so I understand what good acting is. And you know, he's good. good, he's good. You're a good guy, uh, yeah, no, he, you know, he's gay in real life. Like oh, he's a, he's a, see, so he's a that's what it is. Fl- that's man. what it is. I do not believe he's straight. That's okay. what it is. Okay. I do not believe he finds Issa Rae attractive. Okay. Because I would tear Issa you, Rae La- down. Do you do you believe Lawrence
0: finds Issa Rae attractive?
1: Lawrence? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> no, I feel like they're the brother and sister. I I I was
0: gonna say the only person I really thought liked Issa like that was. Another guy who I met at that party that I did stand-up at, um, but he was the DJ character. Um, was it Derek? But she like yeah, fucking yeah, in the yeah, studio? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's I believe, oh, she let, she lived on his couch for yeah. a little bit while she was doing, yep. Uh, yep, they had a little, they I really did. believe that he loved her. Yeah, Like, he
1: was a good, he was a really good actor. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I believe that. That's, the, that's how good acting is, though. It's like, there has to be a piece of it that's true. So
0: have you? Are you up to date on *Insecure*? Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say uh, uh, Kelly. Um, I keep forgetting her last name. Robinson, mm-hmm. the one who's Kelly on the show. Mm-hmm. No, Natasha. That's a, her name is Natasha Roth, Rothwell. She plays Kelly on the show. She directed this last episode where Issa Rae, very comically, in a like dream shoots the three with Lawrence and Condola's baby and kicks Condola across the room and, like, jumps at Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And, like, all that was very, very funny. But anyways, Natasha directed – that was her first time directing anything Mm -hmm. was that episode, and I want to say shouts out to her because it was a great
1: episode. The only problem was it didn't have her in it. (laughs) Shout-out to um, all the directing that's going on right now. Uh I just recently had a video done by Adam Ashby of the Wildly Uninteresting Podcast. You guys check that out. shut out. The Wildly Uninteresting Podcast. Um he does great video work as well and he directed this video for a like m- mesh piece or malpiece. What is it called when you put pieces together? And it's like a makeshift, oh, it's going to bother me. There's a phrase that works really well in this sentence. But I put some poems together, and he directed the hell out of uh, this poem video. So, um Shout out to him. Shout out to everybody who has an eye. If you think you have an eye for scenes, like you know what something should look like on a screen. If you take your fingers and you put it in a little rectangle, you know, you take your index finger and your thumb, you put it in a little rectangle and you set scenes around your house like you deserve to be a director and believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Who else going to believe in you?
0: Who else going to believe in you? Believe, believe in yourself. Self. Who else going to believe in you? Who? Who else going to believe in you? Who? Who else going to believe in you? Believe in yourself.
1: Health, Health is wealth. wealth.
0: Got to get mine.
1: Boat it like a shelf.
0: <laughs>
1: I count a hundred thousand. You're sitting on my belt. <laughs> <laughs> you ever sit on your belt and your stomach like the, the, the sharp? part of the belt like lifts up and then it gets the undercurrents of your stomach you don't really know until it starts like pinching and really hurts
0: the only real problem i have with belt buckles because that's what we're talking about specifically is the reversible joints because oh i my god i expand and oh my and god all kinds of fat <laughs> meat get caught in that oh thing and just god. pinch it like a damn saw movie
1: I would torture somebody by just putting reversible belt, pinching reversible belts all over their body. To you, too? Oh, yeah. I thought it was rare oh, to, yeah. like, the a belt. When uh, I wear a reversible belt, I tuck my shirt in. Like, I wear, <laughs> I tuck my shirt yo, in.
0: No, no, what I do when I wear a reversible belt is I, I tuck in, uh, I wear a A-neck t- t- tank top.
1: Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah, uh, under I, it. I, uh, yes. And you keep that one tucked. Yes. Yeah. I don't have tank tops, so, like, literally, I'm usually wearing a jacket. (laughs) Like, my shirt's tucked in, you know, on the way to the affair. Tank
0: tops. Did you want to talk about Virgil at all?
1: I mean, I don't really know Virgil like that. I didn't even, when he died, it was like, everybody was sad. And I was like, who is this man? And then, like, I know Kanye West said his name a lot. Like, that's literally, that's literally how I know him. Oh, man. I heard Jay-Z so say right. his name a couple times.
0: He, uh, and, and rest in peace to Virgil, uh, the creator of the Off-White sneaker brand, and he was the uh, um, creative director of... Uh, Louis Vuitton. I believe yes, Louis Vuitton. Um but and I saw the fashion show, which was amazing. And right. he hired Saul Williams, which was
1: great. He originally
0: was just a basically it was a designer that Kanye put on to create Yeezys. And he was like kind of unknown until he started working on Kanye West's clothing stuff. Yeah. And Kanye West so he was kind of like his abbot uh in the in the world of um, Fashion. Yeah. So, okay. so it, it, but then he became, then he started to Madden pass Kanye for mm-hmm. um, in certain respects. Uh, and that's where that relationship kind of uh, frayed. But he,
1: he had a rare form of cancer that he was always struggling with, apparently. Mm hmm. Quietly um, struggled with. There was something that was posted about, like, uh, Chelsea posted something today about ableism and how uh we hide our illnesses because in a capitalist world you know to be sick means to be like you know you're liability gonna lose, yeah it. liability yeah. you're going to lose your Not job profitable. you know you're no longer valuable you're like because you're sick you're no longer valuable and a lot of us hide our illnesses don't ask for help or don't want attention on it uh mf doom he died that way um yeah, rp you know what i mean um some other folk I can't think of right now, but like I think that that's how I want to go out.
0: Oh, that's just the plan for you. Yeah, hell yeah, I wouldn't tell nobody. Like not going to the doctor.
1: Oh nope. I mean I'll change my diet and I will get all the natural healing books and you know go to Lake Minnetonka and purify my body in the waters. But like I'm I'm definitely not telling nobody. Late
0: this uh, late November as well, Chadwick Bozeman, RIP, would have been forty five.
1: Mm-hmm. um that's who I was thinking who hit, uh hid his illness and like you know kind of went out on his own terms I love it yeah yeah
0: if you're if you're planning if you're planning and praying um we're do you want to talk about Quillen's wedding yeah
1: man his name's Quillin. All right, I know it's gonna be a lot of cues being thrown around at this thing this weekend, and I just at want this everybody. thing know,
0: this weekend. Let me go gonna... to a basketball game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it is a wedding. That's cool. Weddings are nice, man. You know, it's 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 nice to see people get together. I I, I really um I love this chapter in his life. I feel like he was always the person we said because he said that at the bachelor party to like we always thought that he was going to be the first to have a kid or he was going to be the first to get married and he was going to be the first to like do these like oh yeah yeah like, like have these responsibility things right and it's like no I was the first to have a kid you know what yeah. I mean like I was the first no nah, you was the first to get married yeah you know what I mean it's like
0: yeah, it's never how we like think we try to play in it. Mm-hmm. Um hell, when Quillen started playing basketball or start playing stopped playing basketball and stop playing football, I thought he was making the biggest mistake of his life. But a lot of uh great friendships obviously come from uh football teams and he loved his team. Um in uh Norwood, up there in Michigan. It's Northwood. Uh, is it Northwood? Yeah.
1: Disrespect the wood.
0: Yeah, I did. That was disrespectful. I apologize. Dang Northwood, y'all North gotta come jump Brandon, North. man, and all his <laughs> all right, Notre yeah. Dame buddies. Yeah, sir, when we go, yeah, when we get there this weekend, let's throw hands. Um, but it's gonna be good to see family. I like not knowing. My favorite part about weddings is not knowing who's gonna be invited or who not
1: like not who's invited, but like, who shows up. It's nice. I still think it's gonna be nice, and I know y'all they listen to the podcast. So like, Natalie, you know I don't know your family love, but welcome to this one. And, you know, like I said on Instagram, you ever have any questions, I'm here to, like, answer when it comes to, like, being a better ally and all the other stuff. But only you. I'm not here trying to save white people. Like, it's, a, it's, it's the scenario of if a race war pops out, like, which white person are you vouching for? Like, which white person are you going to be like, ah no, 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 this one's cool, this one's cool, and letting the mob, like, keep going? Do you have a running list? Yeah, it's not it's, running. It's very short.
0: Is it prioritized, or like numbered, or is it kind no. of just like
1: this like a white blob? It's just a, uh, it's like you you like can a be scatter in the hand. plot. you graph. can be in the hand. Most of them have their own black people to vouch for them, like the their black person to vouch for them
0: in the race war. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it wouldn't have to be me necessarily, but if it had to be me, then. I would be like, yeah, let him chill, chill. What if when it was
0: in the race war, you had to like live in a separate camp that was like the Uncle Tom camp because you vouched for a white person, would you still oh, hold on to that white? God, wife? Brandon, no.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> See, I would, I would have to stay, I would have to hold on to my wife. You
1: would, you would have to be in Uncle Tom camp. I would have to be a hold on to my wife. i okay. Uncle Tom camp. That's weak. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Just right now how I feel, I couldn't do that. No. Couldn't 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 couldn't, couldn't stay in that camp. Cuz it's going to be like Justin's in there and I'm just like, "Hey dude, what are you talking about? We should ban Mozambique from coming to America. They don't even have the variant." That's what Justin said? No, but I just Oh, you, thats the, like, the you, conservative. you,
0: I, I, what is the term for what you're talking about? Is it bigoted or something where you per, tr, or per, like. Prejudice. Yeah, like you perceive. A prejudge. Yeah, where you think, you think uh, what someone thinks because of the color of their skin.
1: No. Uh, Just because it's Cause politics. Because you said a bunch
0: of jumps, you said a bunch of Justins. Yeah, his politics.
1: Justins, when I say Justins, I don't mean like light-skinned people because oh. it's, it's different. Um, and there's a whole TikTok debate about whether there's a difference being um, mixed with a black mom versus being mixed with a white mom. But I'm not here for that. I'm just saying politics. Like Justin, when I say Justin, I mean politics. Like his politics. I believe conservatives. That would, I believe it will be a lot of conservatives in the Uncle Tom camp, and I just can't can't hear. Oh, a lot of black conservatives. Yeah, a lot of black conservatives. Candace Owens. Yeah. Yeah. a lot. She's about to give her life for she's on the other side. What do you mean? She's on the other. She uh in the draft, she got this is this is good, y'all. Um, I listened to episode thirty eight. We was talking about this last episode, but the new mm-hmm. rules. You said that the rules are you go you gotta pick one side and I'm um, like things can blend and it's interchangeable. Like yeah. Candace Owens is, you know, she's on that part. She got picked up. Oh, in yeah. Country. Oh, yeah. She's, she's yeah. She has property over there. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's, she's parked. She probably watched Ghetto Gaggers audition. What is that? If you're listening to this podcast and you know what that is, you're giggling very loudly right now. And, you know. You Ghetto don't know Gaggers? That. Yes sounds as disrespectful as it sounds you hear about the one or it is as disrespectful as it sounds you get that one about the ceiling it was over your head but did you hear the one about oh no I had a great dad joke and it was hilarious and I don't have it anymore it was like too dirty to t- tell Zoe because I usually just share my dad jokes with Zoe Oh, that's what it is.
0: That's not not disqualifying from being a dad joke.
1: Oh. I thought dad jokes were clean. But go ahead. Let me hear. No, because we got the same mom. So this one doesn't work. It doesn't have to be literal, Lance. Um, What's the difference between a joke? in three cocks. A joke in three cocks. What? Your mom can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a bad joke.
0: That is not, any punchline oh, is so ended with uh, a mama oh. taking three penises is oh. not...
1: I would say is. I not a I thought that joke. was terrible. I Ironically,
0: was like, it's not a dad joke because obviously dad and moms deal with penises. Oh, my
1: God. Speaking of dad and moms dealing with penises, Zoe said, um, she said, yeah, Nani said I shouldn't be watching TV ma,' but I had to tell her, you know, I'm mature. I was like, you mature? Why are you mature? She's like, well, I mean, I know where babies come from. I said, oh. Now, w- when you're confronted with this as an appara- as a parent, like- you don't want to like overreact, cause then they right. won't talk to you, right? So you got to just right. keep kind of taking the information very plainly, no, like, like not reacting. Just be. I was like, oh yeah, she like, I like, like, know where babies come from. <laughs> Talking about I, I being like, a detective. I was like, oh, okay, all right, cool, all right. Um, I mean, where did they come from? He said, a man, a, a man, and a woman. I was like, a man and a woman. What? They just, they just think about a baby and one pops up. She's like, no, they have to get close. I was like, oh. Oh, well, so they just, they just rub their bodies together, and then, you know, a baby pop up out of the friction. She was like, no, no, no. He puts the baby inside her. I was like, and, like, she kept trying to, like, keep going on with, like, regular conversation, but I was always, I would always keep coming back, like, <laughs> like, but how, how is the baby inside her, though? Like, does he, like, put it down her, he pours it down her throat, or, like, you know, does he like rub his hands and pussy? It's like, no, it's injected by the balls. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my God. Okay. I was like, all right.
0: Wait
1: a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So I was like, I was like, injected by the boss. Um, and then, what What did I say? Okay. I was like, all right. Oh, he said semen. She said semen. You know, and if for one, only one of the semen. Uh, cells can fertilize the egg. Um, she said she read this in a book. She said that she read because I, I was because I was quick because I was quick to be like. So, I mean, are you learning this from what you're watching? Like, are people having sex on the shows that you're watching? Because you know that's too mature, though it's just like, No, no, no. They don't have. I read it in a book. They show it had the anatomy and everything like. Where everything oh goes, I was like, God. "Oh, okay," but you're not watching it. You're just. She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, she I was like, how does that make you? From. Like, how does that make you feel? You know?" She's like, "I mean, I feel it makes you feel like you know, weird. Like, I don't want to do that at all." I was like, "Yeah," but I didn't say that out loud. You know, I was just like, "Okay." I wanted to be like, you know, I wanted to have a real answer. Like, babe, you're going to love that shit. And, you know, as soon as <laughs> yeah. you as soon as you try it, you're going like, to love it. And I love the you, whole goal, once you get a chance to get your own Zoe, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. And but I but it, but it's everything with um, what is it? Moderation, everything with moderation. All yeah, yeah. right. It, the best things in life take moderation. So, you know, when you discover. It. But I'm not about to have that fucking conversation with my 10 year old like. Uh, good. I'm glad you know where babies come from. Cool. Did keep you, reading in the books. Did you, <laughs>
0: keep reading.
1: Keep reading
0: the books. Tell me about the platypus is next. Um, did you want to talk about Hunter again?
1: Oh, yeah, but this is going to be like towards the end of the segue because, like, is, of course, these episodes. Of December y'all know what fucking time of the year it is bitch. We don't play that Santa shit around here nigga We out here and Santa is not a real thing. So I'm gonna tell y'all I'm sitting at the poetry slam and I'm like, you know talk I'm about to get into my Santa kick just a little bit and I'm like how you know I'm asking people in the crowd I was about to ask random people and then Hunter was in the back standing up. So I was like, Hunter, you know, how old was you when you realized realize Santa wasn't real anymore? And he said, Oh man, I was a late bloomer. I was like 13. And then like the whole crowd started to giggle to <laughs> him saying he was 13 years old. And I was like, I was like, see, your parents, your parents is fucked up, Hunter. Said so they messed up for like letting you believe till you was thirteen. Like, what kind of ridicule did they get you in school? She said, "Yeah, the people were pretty, pretty harsh." I was like, "Exactly, exactly. You should not have been believing in it that late into your life."
0: Poor, I kn- I know a girl that she claims sixteen.
1: Oh my God!
0: Yeah, I mean, some fairy tale shit. What is that? And like, it was like some very much like some denier of facts and like also led to like pitying those who didn't believe. In Santa Claus. Yeah. I pity you. I mean it would take it would that's I would imagine that's what could would fuel that like self disinformation (laughs) you know what I mean? Like keeping yourself away from the fact that Santa is not going from house to house with a reindeer, and he's not making naughty and nice lists, and he's not some big jolly white man sneaking in your your ceiling.
1: Anyway, so I went on that, and I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, "Bro," and the way he said it, it like his whole demeanor reverted back to his thirteen-year-old self, where he like was finally convinced that Santa Claus doesn't exist. And I was just like, bro, yeah. So we're going to get into that on episodes uh, 40, y'all, and 41 and 42, because y'all know what time it is. It's that time of the year again where I got to remind y'all to stop lying to y'all kids. Yes, agreed. Um, I
0: just pulled out my schedule, my calendar. It is something that I just recently started uh, for kind of to get things off my brain and try to l- reduce anxiety. It's something that uh, was recommended by my short-lived therapist. I say short-lived because she is on maternity leave and we missed our last session and we did not reach out to one another about it because she was going on maternity leave and She also can't practice in Florida, which we'll get to, but I'll be there for the next few months. And we'll talk about that, having the baby there um, in Florida. But there's been some like good ideas and thoughts and like, you know, thought patterns, uh, trains of thought is what I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. that this uh, schedule has kind of put on me, so I wanted to kind of share those with people to kind of get that on uh, people's minds as well. Uh, for one, if you're not a schedule keeper, I strongly suggest it. Uh, this one I have scheduled out by the hour, um, or this one specifically is one I got scheduled out by the hour, so it blocks off when I have my morning meetings, um, when I the show that I work for is live, I have like my haircuts. Um, I have like goals, like trying to work out um, certain quotes of the day. This one was in no, early November. Courage is not acting in the absence of fear. Courage is acting in the face of fear. You know, little shit like that, like scheduled around. Harder they fall. Uh, dark days coming up uh, for 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 work. Um, but this one tripped me out like this is the beginning of the pe- of the of the schedule vision boards Do you do vision boards Mm-mm. we didn't have vision boards parties we did it with willie like it's literally like for the next year <clears throat> you get together you a bunch of magazines cut out a bunch of like pictures magazine words and quotes you put them on a big poster board um, you get together, put all the poster boards together. Everyone in the party comes together, and everyone grabs hands and prays over it, and like, that's your vision board for the for the year. And it's crazy that the shit works. And they were talking about the scariness of being, at the power of it, and like not to like be um, surface level with it. But one of the things I put on my vision board was a house. And Michelle was so surprised that I did it at that point in time because we know he didn't want to live in New Jersey mm-hmm. like at that point mm-hmm. in time. But it was, it was, um, it was cool. Anyway, it's cool stuff. So there's, that stuff's in, in, the, um, in uh, this. when We talks about, like, vision boards, stuff. But anyways, this is what it was like really tripping me out. Um, it says, what do you want? Or what do I want my life to be like one year from now, five years from now, ten years from now? 20 years from now. That's around the X axis. The Y axis going down is, uh, it gives you a space to tell you how old you'll be. So mine's 32, 36, 41, and 51. And just like thinking about it that way is is freaky. Mm -hmm. And then, but health and fitness, business and career, finance and personal development. Mm. Same questions on on this level for the same time periods. Relationship and romance, uh, friends and family, fun and recreational, and uh, spiritual, and then that just kind of, and then it then it gets broken down to like one year goals to three month goals, uh, and certain mind map stuff. So, anyways, that stuff is uh, in like monthly review pages. It's like, uh, what tasks did you do from last month that you're really proud of? Like, how do you repeat? That type of wins, shit like that, where your biggest wins, insights gained, life balance wheel, like the coloring and stuff, it just turns your life into a phonics book, which <laughs> feels like, uh, like, uh, it's, it feels, um, it, it helps me because I've even written in like time to text people back on the weekend, like grade out some time, and just it, it structures. My thinking, mm. as much as it structures my day, mm. because I'm like writing things out and planning, and I'm almost like writing in your schedule is kind of like a positive affirmation of like doing something specific mm-hmm. and like exactly that. So, anyways, it's been very healthy dope. for me. If anyone thinks about very doing dope. it uh, or you know adding that to the mix, but it's it was uh it was yeah, I'm just pushing that along, but I'm, very dope. Not not writing in as much, but I do want to spend uh, more time in it. Very very uh, dope. Cool. I'm glad I got that got that off. I've been wanting to talk about that for a little bit. Thoughts and prayers to y'all. Schedules and y'all books. And y'all- schedules and you, stay booked and busy. Mm-hmm. Booked and busy. Um. Oh yeah, we talked about me moving to Florida. Uh, I'm going to be uh, there. That's Michelle's best friends having a wedding on December 11th. <clears throat> the baby is coming soon. We were able to hold that off for a long time, so now it's just like, oh shit, it's coming. Yeah, for us too. A month after he is born, I'm supposed to be going to the Super Bowl for work for that week, um, and I. Would, so it's going to be important that she has the help there. We'll be back here in March, and we'll be back for daycare. I don't know if you know this, but Cora is on the waiting list for a Carter's daycare, yeah. and if she makes it, and Lance. Oh, it lands too. Yep. Uh, that means next next year, once Carter gets back from, because obviously he won't be in daycare when we're in Florida.
1: But they're keeping his spot.
0: Well I'm saying, yeah, exactly. C- uh, Cora and Carter could be in the same class, so that would be dope. It would be dope.
1: Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be amazing. Um, I'm just happy that I don't have to drive 20 minutes between drop-offs.
0: Yes. Yeah. Big picture thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to all the brothers out there feeling the pressure of the thing the Lance is denouncing, but that doesn't change its validity. Christmas time is a stressful time. And it's happy time. It's a bunch of other times. But it is stressful. So thoughts and prayers to you brothers. We're gonna make we're gonna get through it. Even though we ain't picked out
1: nothing or thought about nothing yet yeah thoughts and prayers to everybody else it's not that earth gang says um i pray for all my niggas and niggets and niggas and niggets. so i feel this bye bye